0: G
1: dot e dot e dot k G dot E dot E dot K G dot E dot E dot K G dot E dot E dot K Hello
0: and welcome to this week's edition of the G dot E, e. e. K podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Reg. And wait. something's, something's not right.
1: Um, funny story actually, uh, Steve unfortunately can't make it today, he's a little bit emotionally uh, attached at the uh, moment. Distraught. Yeah, yeah, for want of a better word. Um,
0: his his favourite character from Glee, um, Finn Hudson, he's called in the show, his name's Corey Monteith. Um, he's, yeah, he's just been admitted to rehab, um, which means he's going to miss the end of the season. Um, no more Finn in season 4 and Sean's a little bit distraught. Sorry,
1: Steve's a little bit distraught. Yeah, I, I can't believe the state of him. Last time I seen him, he was sitting in the car with the soundtrack playing, um, yeah. just, just crying. I,
0: I, I saw him plugging the hose up to the blowing
1: tailpipe at one point. And I, and I won't mind, but he even used my Glee cup, and he's got it somewhere as well, inside his car. So he's catching his tears. I think that must be he's what it is. Tears. Yeah, so, some that like Glee juice.
0: Devastated. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, well, never mind. And you know what, just to clarify, this is April the 2nd, we're recording it on, so this is not a joke. This is deadly serious. Um, Yes. Right, just to get a bit of uh, housework done, Um, hopefully you guys by now, you must be our friends on Facebook. If not, please be our friends on Facebook. Um, You should also be following us on Twitter, I'm sure you're doing that, because there's lots of interesting stuff we talk about on Twitter, you know, all these little tweets coming at you, just left, right and centre and uh, and obviously then also we've got our, our youtube channel exciting stuff coming to our youtube channel which we'll talk about in a mojo oh yes um and also obviously our main website you'll see everything you see on all these other places on our website and more yes website as usual is www.g.e.e.k.com remember the dots are dot They're not little dots because that doesn't work um, and also obviously facebook.com twitter.com youtube.com all forward slash slash g.e.e.k Right, last time I say that, I promise. So, (laughs) YouTube channel.
1: YouTube channel, indeed. Uh, (coughs) I've got some exciting stuff coming up on there. Um, Stuff I also want to throw out to you guys as well out there listening in. Uh, We've just got our latest game-catching device uh, that's just been sent across for ourselves. So now we can finally start doing the Geeks Go Gaming, uh, which we've been threatening and threatening and threatening. (laughs) Uh, It's now going to finally come live towards, well, hopefully next week, we'll start kicking off with some... The old-fashioned retro Let's Plays.
0: What are we starting with? Classic Mario Kart Showdown. Earthworm Jim. I and think the last level of Earthworm
1: would be brilliant. Um, again, the likes of Super Mario Kart would be phenomenal. DuckTales from, the game. I think you guys would be, well, I say you guys, but I don't know if Steve hopefully will still be with us. Yeah. Um he might get a little bit upset about the trashing he gets <laughs> um, but also I want to throw out to you guys out there that are listening, if you've got any ideas for any games you want us to, to throw down the gauntlet to, um, also it's not just re- Retro obviously, plays New School as well, so any online game that you want to fancy having a quick go of us against, um, mm-hmm. or even just see us play and just rage quit continuously through, feel free to throw your ideas out there. I now. don't
0: quit, I, I might rage but I don't quit
1: No, are you sure? Yeah,
0: I never back down
1: you never back down.
0: Never surrender.
1: You know what you got to do?
0: What? you just got to keep believing. Got to believe! Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Sweet. That, do you know what? That needs to be the first one. That or Bishy Bashy Special. Bishy Bashy Special. Bishy Bashy Special. would be immense. Oh, I no think Bishy
1: Bashi Special, as long as we can get some plasters from the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we played it, my thumbs had, oh my God, the
0: blisters, blisters. on my
1: fingers. It was insane. I played it and literally you could just chew <laughs> on, my th- on my blister on my thumb and it still wouldn't pop yeah. it was that hard and then we'd done the really horrible thing of just getting a warm pin oh. and it just went splip, and it went everywhere that was on both thumbs.
0: <laughs> it went everywhere yeah, you had to add that That's, it
1: was yeah. it was disgusting but this was also at a time when we were working at an unnamed game shop um, and we had the Playstation 2 pods as mm-hmm. well um, kicking off in the store where we had the usual FIFA games on there. So I decided to do the really horrible, grim thing at one dinner time when all the same usual kids came in of just pop it on the pad, and then just let it there for the kids to play FIFA with, and then as soon as they were left, just wipe the pad <laughs> down. <laughs> it was, why? why? because <laughs> these same kids come in every day, you knew exactly which ones they were, would never buy anything, all they would physically do, Stand around the shop, shout an obscenity out, scare customers out of the shop and just play FIFA. So mm-hmm. if we weren't doing the usual you know, walk over there, like get really excited about, about to it, score, flick the switch, and then flick <laughs> off the switches they're about to score. <laughs> We'd we'll do little
0: pranks. Do you remember? I can only really tell this story because we haven't said where we worked, but do you remember there was one really busy Saturday? This kid came in and started playing on the pod. Oh, Jesus <laughs> And then suddenly, like, you heard a commotion. You looked to the side, and there he is on the floor, fitting. And his mom's there coming, Somebody call, call the ambulance. Somebody call the ambulance. He, he's epileptic. So our assistant manager at the time runs over to the pod and goes, Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Before he calls the police, he looks around the pod to make sure the sticker is there that says, Please do not play this if you have epilepsy. <laughs> There's <laughs> like somebody you want to call the ambulance? Yeah, yeah, we're already done. <laughs> that was shocking, but there the, was the smug look <laughs> on his face as well when he realised that that was fine. Like yeah, right, it okay, now. now yeah, now we'll, we, we won't just take him outside and. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, sorry, <laughs> just brought back memories. Um, yeah, YouTube channel. Other things are going to be pretty exciting, and probably our next podcast is going to be a live podcast oh Gadget Show Ooh, Gadget yes. show we've Sunday. got Gadget Show live next weekend um, got it all nicely planned we're going to go out we're going to have a look at some new stuff we'll uh, get some videos so you can see exactly what we're talking about record some stuff while we're out record some interviews um, yeah and probably that'll make up all if not the majority of next week's podcast um, yeah definitely see how good quality sort of stuff we get but also keep an eye on the um, YouTube channel because we'll have lots and lots and lots and lots of videos there um, of some of the Hottest gadgets around—things that you need to be spending your money on.
1: Wow! Now that was a proper spiel. That was. Yeah. You trying to get ready sponsorship? Like? JML <laughs> advertising. <laughs> gadgets this week on
0: JML. That'll you need awesome. to spend your cash on. Who better to sponsor a thing?
1: I know exactly. You know all these dispensable <laughs> gadgets we can just chuck around. It'd be like Scrooge McDuck's little vault, just full <sighs> of JML gadgets which fact, might be a bit easier to swim in because most of them seem
0: fold away and collapsible and stuff so i want a sham wow i want a, i've already got a snuggie a slank it um but i also want i want one of those banana things Have you seen you, you, like put it in the top and screw it round and it like cuts your banana in a perfect spiral
1: why oh, that's amazing why would you want your banana in why a not? spiral
0: why not and also do you know what in fact the, speaking of bananas <laughs> Um, unintentional segue. We go on <laughs> um, on Amazon. There's this. Um, sometimes the best things on Amazon are the Amazon reviews. Yes. yes. And there's this um, banana slicer. It's got this amazingly technical name. It's like the P140X banana slicer. And it's just. It's in a shape of a giant banana, um, so it'll fit anything. But then it's just got kind of wires running across it. Literally just a banana slicer. Some of the reviews are absolutely amazing. Really? Just, <laughs> some stuff. Just. Oh, In fact, not even just the reviews; it? it's the photos as well of people using their banana cutting. Just, I was just amazed. I had no idea how to cut a banana until I had this banana slicer. I, again, I'll try and remember to link to it every time, every week. We say we're going we to. mentioned something. Like, <laughs> it'll be on the website soon. Yeah, and then it doesn't end up. That that's going to change. It was, Steve was holding us back. It was no more. Well, to
1: be fair, it was all Steve because Steve just wanted to save the space for his Glee posts. That's
0: true yeah
1: but I think after building them up for so long now he's
0: um he, yeah he showed me like um a, a new build of the website, and basically where we've got kind of at the side we've got all the links podcast games electronics entertainment comics right at the top with glee it's got its own it, its own folder now its own section so mm, wow, we' we'll, we'll have words it's okay
1: well that's it cause i mean when, whenever he starts talking about the you know the technical side of it, I sort of switch off yeah. And... Um, and yeah, now I think I know the reason why. Because to be fair, that's just awful. Mm-hmm. And at times I wish I should really well. To be fair, there's no need for me to jump in now because he's not here. It's true. God rest his soul.
0: Well, possibly w- not. Yeah, I, I took the hose off him, so hopefully not. But we'll see. Well, he didn't <laughs> have
1: to do that though. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so moving on. It's been quite an eventful week.
0: So much to talk about, so little time.
1: Indeed. So kicking off then. Um, You'll probably see I put up a couple of posts um, this week. One very massive, massive announcement, uh, which, believe it or not, was... Well, not on April Fool's, despite what people were thinking. uh, Hideo Kojima um, being the the director and CEO of Moby Dick Studios when they announced Metal Gear Solid Mm V, The Phantom Pain, and also... Yes, they announced that two
0: two games that... Was either a, one was going to be a Metal Gear spin-off that was Ground Zeroes wasn't it and then um, Phantom Pain was just announced as a completely different game turns out to be the same game yeah it's so I mean I know Hideo Kojima never does things easy it's and... so meta it's like ev- every blooming Metal Gear game you, you, you find it hard to follow anyway there's always more twists and turns than blooming than Lost would give you and then he goes and does this kind of <laughs> massive twist in the announcement yeah, it was. It's completely. I mean, don't get me wrong.
1: It looks stunning. Um, I am really upset, however, with no David Hayter. Yeah. Mm. Which I know I should be happy because Keith Keeper Sutherland's Sutherland. involved. And to be fair, anything that guy puts his his mind to, it the projects are always stunning. Yeah. And even if you just have his voice, like phone booth, was a brilliant film. True. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine. Cause... I couldn't imagine anyone else playing Keith Sutherland's role in that. To be fair. Mm. Although, I suppose, looking back, it would be quite entertaining if you could just go over it with somebody else's voice, like Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> and uh, he was on, that would be genius. Wow.
0: Of <laughs> all the voices to be <laughs> I don't know why. He was the first thing that came into my head. <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: <laughs> it's really disturbing, is um, But, yeah, so, obviously, the, the video itself, uh, you've got some are hints of the old characters coming back again you've got Revolve Rosslot, a mm-hmm. you you know you've got Big Boss possibly Snake because this is the one thing that, that throws me yeah who's who 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 actually is who because they're all it, just
0: clones of each other aren't they or something of what yeah. am I following
1: yeah sort of I mean Big Boss was one of the is the main one where Liquid and Solidus were the actual yeah Uh, spin off the clones of of him. Mm -hmm. But, if this is supposed to be a prequel to years back then, it's Big Boss. So this is is the way it should play. However, Hideo Kojima calls him Snake, repeatedly. Oh, in the the presentation. In the presentation. So I can't get my head sorted and this is where it throws it, because if it was Big Boss... It wasn't David Hayter that voiced Big Boss, so it would be Which quite understandable as to reason why. Okay. However, David Hayter was completely unaware of Metal Gear Solid V. Is, is there the, ever any for...
0: mention of um, of him... Lo- of, uh, spoiler alert. Just watch the trailer. It doesn't really blow anything, but whoever this character is is missing his arm. So is there ever any mention would, of that yeah, in any of the it, previous ones? Yeah. Right, okay.
1: So, I mean, it would that's the thing because it would start making sense but it's just the way he paraphrases his his, his whole announcement which, he gets you thinking on top of the mind fuck that actually is the trailer hmm. I mean some of the stuff <laughs> that, that was that that's that's coming fun, on yeah
0: flaming blooming the, blue, blue whale yeah and um, the pegasus, Unicorn and pegasus it's, just, it, it's it's clearly phenomenal. some kind of acid trip that yeah. snake or whoever.
1: <laughs> I mean honestly I mean I, I think it could be the fact that you can see obviously all the pills coming in and and what? because he's in hospital. He's in a coma. It could be hallucinations. It could be his yeah. mind losing it. But at the same point, this is Metal Gear Solid. Mm. So I'm not throwing out the fact if they can do like you know Invincible Vampires and whatnot, then sure as hell they can do Flaming Pecesas and no sure. one will bat an eye. There's always been a little bit of yeah
0: fantasy in there, and there? At the yeah. end of the day. I mean,
1: this is why I, sh- I should never be confused, and I should. <laughs> he should I, never be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's
0: it's Hideo Kojima doing what he does best. Yeah.
1: And, and this is
0: it. The thing is, although it was kind of, it's been treated as this massive announcement, I, I, I'd heard nothing about the Phantom Pain, to be fair, and I was reading back through old articles, and I read, read back to one where Phantom Pain got announced, and watched the launch trailer, um, and reading all the comments, there was a comment about halfway down, it was like, it's Metal like Gear Solid 5, because when it shows the actual the Phantom Pain appear on the screen, there's kind of lines in it missing. And if you superimpose Metal Gear Solid, yeah, v, it fits in. It fits in perfectly. And someone had done a mock-up of it, like just an animation to show it going in there. So it was like, okay, fair enough. And that's exactly what they then show in the in the new trailer. Yeah. They show Fan and Pain, and then suddenly Metal Gear Solid Five. So, yeah, it, it was um, it was a a well-kept secret that wasn't really a secret if you knew where to look, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's Mardi, like, obviously the subliminal messages and stuff that go inside and little hints that he, he tries to portray. Mm. I mean, you, you should have really guessed it when when he came, when you've originally seen the announcement and the yeah. CEO was all wrapped in bandages trying to hide something. You know, the, there's, there's always, with Hideo Kojima, there's little references, and if you played the previous titles that he's worked on, you should have realized it was Hideo Kojima, but at the time, because there's so many other announce, announcements coming through at that specific time, mm-hmm. you did not really take your time to focus and be like, oh my god, that's fantastic. Whereas I was just like, ooh, that's a bit of a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then as soon, as soon as it got announced, I was like, Reg, you're an idiot. <laughs> I can't believe it, I just didn't think about it. And then when he walked out of the, the announcement, With the bandages. The bandages on, <laughs> I was like, oh, god damn because <laughs>
0: yeah, that was the, the big thing it was this Phantom Pain was made by a brand new studio called Moby Dick Studios and, and, and the um, what's the, the the I forget the guy's name whoever was the fictional CEO of the company but his name was uh, an anagram of Kojima yeah. so everyone was like mm, yeah maybe there's something going on so <laughs> yeah it's kind of now the problem is I've, I've completely lost track now I, I played Metal Gear Solid 1 I played Metal Gear Solid 2 um, and I started 3 and I never got that far with it. Um, so 3 I'm to far me was probably behind.
1: the weakest yeah. out of all of them. It's just it, you
0: spend too much time walking around trying to kill bumming, like raccoons so you could eat and stuff. Like it was the, the constant changing of the, the camouflage. The, yes, exactly, the me, camouflage thing as well. Yeah, it mm. took
1: me a, while, a long, long while and then I realised that you could just run through stuff and not even have to care about yeah. stealth and it was like, unbelievable.
0: Oh, see if you can guess what console I played Metal Gear Solid 1 on.
1: I know the answer, the answer to this one, and the answer
0: <laughs> to this one is the Dreamcast. Yeah. Am I
1: not correct? Because you sent me, you lent me, even when um, my PlayStation broke, you lent me the, the Dreamcast Bleam, di- uh, yeah. Bleam Disc. The, the, the PlayStation play 1 again.
0: emulator for the Dreamcast.
1: Which sort of upscaled it a little bit more, as well. Exactly. It was like playing the then, PC version of it. Okay, yeah.
0: That was awesome. All the way from America, that. I remember going to the team and going, I've got to get that. I, think I bought Metal Gear from work for like six quid or something like that, and then bought this bleeding disc for <laughs> or something like that, and it worked
1: brilliantly, perfect. Yeah, it was really good. To be fair, yeah. I played. The, I think the one the funniest memories is um, before Metal Gear Solid One came out over here. It was obviously it was out in America first. So back in the old days of the PlayStation One, when you could get the cheat cartridges that go in the back of your PlayStation, so, yeah. and get the matchstick and lift up the lid, and you can That's how you play your copy games. It was brilliant just to quickly play it before it came out over here until you got to disc two and, and you had to swap over the disc um, and it was just trying to, because the disc was still spinning, trying to get your hand in and swap it over in time for it to, to work out. Honestly, some of the titles that you had to do that with, Final Fantasy was probably the worst one because the amount of hours you'd put into that.
0: That sounds like Part of something that could be part of Metal Gear though, because I remember the whole control pad thing.
1: The control pad is brilliant you
0: know, on that. In, in Metal Gear Solid, where you're getting electric, electric gear, you're getting tortured. And I can't, I can't exactly how it hints it, but the point is, you've got to take the control pad. Oh, uh, you're on about, no, about Psycho Mantis. That's it. So um, you can, oh, is yeah. that a separate if bit? If when
1: you fight Psycho Mantis, the boss, um, and you keep on coming through and he
0: can read, he can read what you or do it because you're in control of pad 1 and you just got to swap it to number 2 yeah. it's, but it's, it's, it's again it's, it's, it's like when you to put in
1: the, the codex uh, code yeah and, and it's it on the back of the on box the back of the case and it says you need to find the, the jewel case and I was like <laughs> okay. what yeah what, <laughs> what, what is it what, what is, is a jewel it? case because over here it's it's not called a jewel case so it's I'm true. like what the hell's a jewel case uh, so you like if you like me I went running around yeah for for a good hour or two <laughs> like completely losing it and went into school the next day because that's how young I was when we were doing it. it was like I got stuck on Metal Gear Solid <laughs> so I went to see my mate Nick um, at the time and he was like I can't believe you got stuck on that and I was like well where is it? it, it you know it's got to be somewhere and he 's like yeah there's, it's on the
0: back of the case yeah I'm sorry there's just no <laughs> there's, that is the least obvious thing ever yeah there's no precedent for it there's no other game I can think of that's done something like that. you wouldn't go maybe however the best thing about that though is if you were playing a copied game you, no, no, yeah. It's like the all-star copyright protection where you had the red red ink on, like, on red paper. That was amazing. So you could yeah. it or, or or scan I
1: remember it. Jimmy White's and snooker on the, <laughs> on the Atari ST that come with the thickest instruction booklet ever to give you, like, the history of the World Snooker Championship. And then as soon as you loaded up the game, it'd be like, right, on page, like, 97, There's paragraph a manual. 2. Cor- exactly. Yeah. And I was like, amazing.
0: Yeah, so might Gear Solid 5's coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be really, really good. I'm looking forward to it. No um, official release date just as of yet, but stay tuned. It's going to be amazing. Well, uh,
0: well let's, let's just briefly run down what the other things have been announced this week. Battlefield 4 trailer is amazing. I, just, yeah. oh, I, could, I could watch an entire movie that was just that for an hour and a half, two hours. It looks just phenomenal it was just it's, it's crazy when it starts off and it was like pitch black
1: and I was like yeah. okay and I was watching it on my work laptop on my dinner hour and I thought it's just like slow internet coming through because it just black like, for ages mm-hmm. and I was like come on come on and then you start, and down and you start hearing Bonnie Tyler and I was like is that Bonnie Tyler <laughs> but the music fits it perfectly yeah. the the scale of that is, is well it's mind blowing it looks so good the the whole I suppose Call of Duty set the standards for set pieces and for trying to put some attempt at putting a, a big huge story arc mm. into an FPS. This just completely blows out the water. Yeah, Looks stunning. I know obviously you didn't show much of the gameplay footage but the gameplay footage you did see in there looked phenomenal. Yeah.
0: The thing is COD, COD was always a, a, a story game and then it slowly evolved into more of a multiplayer game. Yeah battlefield's always been a multiplayer yeah, it? and the story's that never been that, that much of a focus but with like with three and moving on to four it, it, I really really hope it's a decent length and it just it keeps that up because it just yeah I mean that's the amazing. thing with with FPSs
1: as well though if they put it on for too long they do tend to drag um, my only one thing which straight away got me with the battlefield um, when you do the when you're in the car and it's like shoot the window shoot the window yeah. and then it goes hmm 13 minutes earlier yeah Battlefield 3 it's the one thing and like Black Ops there's so many titles that the one thing that really annoys me is they just jump back in time why can't you just play through it all until you're like oh my god cinematic purposes Reg yeah but it's it's just frustrating it's not the first time around the game did it brilliant yeah and you're like oh my god that's different but it's the the curse of anything Mm. that's coming out recently is no one's got their own fresh new ideas really yeah fair enough what else can I do oh I've got an idea why don't we set it like now flashbacks and then do flashbacks 24 hours previously however speaking of new original ideas flashbacks and whatnot, finally got around to completing the reboot of Tomb Raider
0: oh yeah awesome oh my life that game was fantastic I've, I've said it before and I've said it again I'm I always wait for things to go cheaper, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm so tempted. Well, the thing is, have you saw Eddie taking some price? Well, to be fair, that's quite a good little segue into the Square Enix story as well. That yeah, yeah. Well, going through a bit of a restructuring, brand new CEO, just. Apparently nothing has really sold to their expectations, Re- regardless of the fact that Tomb Raider sold like two and a half million copies. Yeah. Still not to their expectations.
1: I mean, Hitman Absolution. Yeah, same sold, again. Sold brilliantly. Sleeping Dogs, one of the you know, I suppose a sleeper hit for one of a better word. I'm oh, sorry, I'll I'll, uh, I'll get me coat. Yeah. But no, I mean those games sold brilliantly. Just but, not. I uh, thought it's just a think what it is it's just not internationally.
0: Yeah, you well, Europe apparently is the. The big cash cow. They like they sold, you know, double what they did in Europe than yeah. in the states, which apparently is not what they'd expect. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, two, I haven't seen a bad review for Tomb Raider.
1: I've, I've only got two gripes, and the first one is the one I spoke about on the last podcast, and um, when she was saying about, so, you know, she's never killed oh, and anyone then VCs, and then, yeah, yeah. After killing the wolf, she's right. just like, "I can kill <laughs> anything, <laughs>
0: and she just doesn't care for anything. She I really hope she says I'm so doing? disappointed if I play it now. <laughs> I don't, well, do. not play it
1: yet. Wait for it to go down. Yeah, <laughs> and then hopefully you would have forgot about that. Okay. And my other thing we just, is, it, we've got it recorded. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, my other thing is the end. Oh. The end is. It is good, okay. but. When I say you know they run sort of out of ideas and they don't know really how they're going to play out and stuff like right can we the whole ending bit is great it's just the final thing to leave you on okay and I was like oh come on you could have done so much more with it except for you decided to do this instead mm. apart from that I can't complain the game cool. was immaculate it was so good
0: thoroughly and it's, thoroughly like the, we we played it. A- Eurogamer back in October November, and it like it played brilliantly, but it was very much like set piece after set piece after set, piece. kind of like uncharted is you know there's some really cinematic bit like you're climbing up the up the plane and suddenly like one of the wings falls off and you have to jump across things like that. So it, I was worried that it was going to be very much like that, but it's no nothing like. Well, what what? you've there, got a big grin on your face I'm sure there's a lot the, there there's is, gotta be I think there's actually it doesn't get tiresome like
1: I think that one bit when you're like maybe if there's a plane that falls down and it does this there's actually a bit no, no, when you, you climb the plane that, no, that no, was no, in the demo that wasn't just randomly picking, <laughs> just out. how yeah. random the one thing you can decide <laughs> that's going to feature is you do that no, no. Th- there's a couple but not a lot but she is just honestly the most battered woman in, of in game in history <laughs> I mean, Honestly, she is the female John McLean. I've never seen anyone so abused, and then at the end of it, still have the don't worry, it was a grand adventure. <laughs> Obviously, she doesn't say it like that, but
0: you know, oh. it, it was it you're was... promising me so much, then you're just pulling it all away. <laughs> she just does whole Wallace and Gromit like oh, the whole But like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no,
1: it was, it was none of that, um, unfortunately. Okay, never mind. But, yeah, that was to be fair thoroughly enjoyed it though now debating on what to move on to next seeing as at the moment I'm trying to plug away um, on our Minecraft server Oh yeah, uh, trying to get it ready for all you guys to come in uh, partake and have some fun with um, you'll see there's I know there quite a few other people have actually joined on um, and there's been some work that's been done to it Yeah. Um, I haven't destroyed it on purpose there was a couple of things I accidentally walked past and I was mining and then I came up to the surface and realized I was halfway through someone's little oh, architecture right. thing. <laughs> no idea how it went, so I was like, I'll just leave a okay. sign here. So I've left a sign there to say, I do sorry. apologize, <laughs> this is Reg from the Game podcast. E. 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 <laughs> I'm really sorry yeah. about that. Um, hit me up and I'll come back with you and help you rebuild. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got, after what you, the state you left me in when we played it, when you kept destroying all my stuff okay. and laughing. And I've going, never played Minecraft <laughs>
0: before. Um, and I, I was so uh, I, I was the noob. Reg was showing me the ropes. Um, I, th- I didn't know anything about creepers and how they explode and stuff. No. And we built the house, and I climbed up onto the roof, and I was looking out, and it was dark, and the creeper came along, and Reg was like, "Don't provoke it." I was like, but yeah. why, stay why, away why? from that. So wait, Don't it'll blow up. It. Okay. I just I only stepped like one block forward, and then and I was like, "It's flashing," and then realised it was going to blow up because it looked like. It's going to flash, it's going to blow up. And I jumped off and it blew up half our wall. Yeah, which. Um, and a big hole in the ground.
1: As I said to Dan, prior to this happening.
0: Before he, I'd logged on.
1: Yeah, before he logged on, I was happily building away, um, trying to create a little mini base so we could start doing all the mining properly. Yeah. Um, and then build, obviously, the big, big, huge house. Um, and then as I was mining away, looked away from the crafting table for a minute, and a creeper was coming along. And just blew up the foundations that I've been creating, and along with half of the floor, the crafting table, and all my goods. To which Dan then replied with, that was a bit unfortunate, wasn't it? Needless to say, cut back about, what, 15 minutes later? And we finally started getting all the foundations back up and running. We've had walls. We started to try and put, well, Dan attempted to start trying to put windows into the little
0: house. I just,
1: instead, it, instead it was of the, dark. The most important thing which I kept saying to him and he like no I've never seen it before I want to try and do this and I was like okay I wanted to build windows in comes a creeper now bear in mind I said to him 15 minutes ago if a creeper which looks like a walking cactus thing comes anywhere near you do not provoke it look away <laughs> stay away from sight <clears throat> okay. so Dan is on top of near enough our building so he didn't have a roof at the time that's what we were trying to make Dan's like, oh, look, a Creeper, it's coming towards us. I was like, well, move away from Creeper, then. It's flashing now. <laughs> Boom.
0: <laughs> the laughing you're hearing now is nothing. <laughs> to the laughing I was, I was crying.
1: Was crying <laughs> laughing. As it was amazing. Literally, I felt like, um, well, I don't know, I felt like all the hard work once again. A full red.
0: day. So, don't still. be such a cool joy. I was enjoying myself. If, if that hadn't have happened, I, don't, I think I, I'd never play Minecraft again. I think it would have, I would have found it very dull. But being able to blow things up was, was brilliant. I, I enjoyed it. Are you Are saying that? Your excitable little face when you realise you can make glass. Yeah, yeah this can is make the greatest real thing ever. windows. By, by just using real science of melting some sand, making glass. It's just... It's like... I don't know. It's it's it, 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 It's real. So that's what you do. It's such a fun game. Have you also seen,
1: um, going back, speaking of Minecraft stuff, but going back to original when we first started this, April Fools? Did you see the Minecraft 2? I didn't. Um, April Fools? I didn't. Mate, it was amazing. It was so funny. There's obviously quite a few bugs and glitches inside the world of Minecraft. Um, so they've been working secretly on Minecraft 2. Right. Um, and they were using like uh, indestructible uh, boxes and blocks. Um, and then in brackets which will explode at some point and they will be destructible. Um, there is things along the lines of creepers uh, will no longer be able to creep. Um, this is something they're trying to fix and everything they've been doing inside of the actual game, they're basically saying we've took this out and we took this out. Like One of them is you are no longer been able to mine. Right, okay. Um, in this latest <laughs> update. And which loads of people underneath going I can't believe they're doing this. Why 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 have they done this? Like surely the whole point of Minecraft is Mining. being able to mine.
0: Mining. Mining which and crafting, I'm guessing. Loads of people on the comments are going, It's
1: April first, April Fools, April yeah. Fools and there's still people in the comments that are still going, Nope, not happy about this and just going off <laughs> on one. However I did, speaking of April Fools, I'm not sure I should really admit this, did fall for for one. Which
0: one? One massive one. The um, Yu Suzuki one. Uh, yeah. Oh, Blominek. heck. I read that as well, and I didn't even put two and two together. I didn't. Something, some Someone tweeted, didn't they? I've just been, yeah, we've been taught. Talk... We've been talking about kickstarting. I didn't even put that together. I didn't even think, oh, wait, it's April 1st. No. Nah. Everything else I, I was fine with. Yeah. But Honestly, that... I got so excited. <laughs> like, it must be like a small part of YouTube. It just has to be real.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it was, more than the fact that it, it was in April April falls. It just, wasn't like February 3
0: is happening. It was, we're talking about a few things, in one of which is January yeah. 3. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And then
1: you are talking about ideas, how to get it crowdfunded or what they can do with it. I, I didn't go that far and, into it. I just oh, read I about I, did. I was so excited. <laughs> uh, honestly, it was like all my birthdays and Christmases came at once. <laughs> I was so happy. And I was speaking with, with Ash and I was like oh my god oh my god and then shut up and I just like (laughs) carried on reading it Um, and then yeah and then found out it was April Fools.
0: to be fair we had some good ones this year Um, our best ones Every year, by far, the ones at Google do.
1: Google ones were amazing. This year, the treasure map, yeah, uh, not quite as good as the
0: eight-bit, the eight-bit maps from the other year, but um, yeah, awesome. the treasure map was quite cool. Go to, I think, I think they leave it on there for a little bit. Um, go to Google Maps and you can turn on treasure mode, and it turns the whole map into like a treasure map style thing. Um, yeah, really good. I, my favorite one though was the YouTube thing. They released, <laughs> they released a video saying um, and it was whoever the VP of of, um, YouTube is saying eight years ago we started YouTube as a contest to find the best video on the internet. Now eight years later that competition is coming to an end. Tonight at midnight we'll be shutting down YouTube and then starting to look at every clip on, on, on YouTube. We've got a team of 500 people who will tirelessly for the next 10 years work 18 hours a day watching your YouTube videos to decide which is the best video ever. Okay. So the site will relaunch in 2023 <laughs> with just the winning video on loop, but it was done so like the video is done so yeah, seriously. Like. I was gonna
1: say it did it yeah. did look really really good, and I think that that and the uh, Google sniff, uh, Google Nose, Yeah, Google isn't knows. It? Google yeah. knows was, was one N-O-S-S-E. of my favourites.
0: Nose, as in smell. Mainly just because
1: yeah. I know one one of our mates um, would quite happily have fallen for that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, because
0: she's not. <laughs> oh <laughs> she's yes. just
1: She's just very gullible. Kim bless her Kim. Any chance? Oh, yeah,
0: okay. I didn't really want to name names. No, no, no it's Kim, fine. To be fair, actually... I reckon <laughs> p- everyone will meet Kim at some point. Yeah. I think she'll come on the show. She'll it'll be gold, pure gold. We might I might put up the uh, the pages from the book on the uh, on the website at some point.
1: Oh, I, I definitely think we should do. Um, we've spoke about Kim and her her words, haven't we? Before in one of the well her phrases in, yeah. um, in the other parts so we won't need to go back into it again no. but yeah
0: we, we will we, we just to sum that up we, we made a book for her for Christmas one year um, based on things she said Kimisms it was things like um, one day she, she she walked up to us like really really excited like she was going to tell us something like teach us something <laughs> um, like I, I know something you don't oh she's a teacher by the way um, and she goes did you know that if you cut a ferret in half, it wouldn't grow back like a, like a worm does? Yeah,
1: because it's the same shape. Yeah,
0: that was that was her reasoning. It was like, he, um, I, I I'd imagine that. <laughs> I think like, well, that it's, is not, my it's not like a worm ever ever I, out of anything. Possibly, I mean, there's been yeah. some
1: amazing like quotes you you can do like yeah. we've discussed before. obviously, you. I mean, Anchorman, Dynamite, Anchorman, everything, and nothing. <laughs> Compared to Absolutely. Did you know you can't cut a ferret in half with <laughs> <laughs> expect it to grow about
0: like a worm does. It was just brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I it. suppose do you know we should we should try some of these out and see if, if they do. Um, Nokia announced them that they were um, branching out into microwave ovens. Um, Sony announced that they were doing um, products for animals, they headphones for cats, <laughs> that was speakers brilliant. for your gerbils cage. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Google knows. Uh, what was the other one that Google did? Uh, oh, Gmail Blue. In fact, the video for that was perfect. <laughs> it was just like a, a complete <laughs> Apple style commercial. Yeah. It was like this: this bit of product we wanted to launch when, when the inception of of Gmail, but it was too technologically advanced. Now we're launching it, Gmail Blue, just like Gmail, only blue. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the entire page. The fonts blue. You want to click on compose? It's blue. <laughs> i love it it was just so good but
1: the thing is with that one i was like ace and then it again it's one of those i was like hang on a minute yeah damn it because it wasn't it was well, that could work of, yeah. why, why not but i just still. thought it was like the next thing for, for gmail was to just like change up because like so now um hotmail's gone to Outlook. Mm-hmm. so that's completely changed across so i thought oh maybe they're trying to keep it in with that and yeah i'm just an idiot but, <laughs> yeah, it kind of could have been something they could easily do, and I bet you you couldn't actually do that. At
0: some yeah, point. even a, like IGN did a, an Apple um, an Apple spoof, and it was um, the iPlay. Oh, the console. And and again, that's that's perfectly realistic. That's that's the problem. When you read it, you like, if it wasn't April the first, it would be perfectly plausible. At some point, I wouldn't be surprised they took Apple TV and stuck apps on it and put games on it. It'd be, it'd be great. I'm sure it would. But um, it was it, it was the fact they even got Johnny Ives in on it, like one of the head designers at Apple. They got him to record a <laughs> bit for it. So it, the in, the instant you start watching it, you're like, actually, there's a little bit of plausibility into this. And then it branches out, and it's like at launch, we've got the the best launch lineup ever. Any games console, yes, we have Angry Birds, Angry Birds Rio, <laughs> Angry Birds Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, was, I was. slightly it, it? in, and then. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's just when you realise the yeah.
0: the Mickey take. Brilliant. But. Uh, right. Once again, we've spent half this podcast talking about games. Um,
1: yeah. Sorry. We'll we'll venture off that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I I'm still waiting to see this, but um, G.I. Joe Retaliation came out last week. Um, I really, really liked. The first GI Joe movie. I don't care what anyone says. I enjoyed it, and I watched it the other day, and I was like, "This is actually good." (laughs) It was on. It was on Film Four or something. So I put it on. But I went to the cinema, and I I came out going, "That was actually loads of fun." To be honest, I like. I'll I'll get slightly this, but I do like anything that. um, Is it Steven Summers, the guy who did the Mummy and the Mummy Returns? Yeah, pretty much anything he's done, I've enjoyed they've always been a bit tongue even Van Helsing to a certain degree was remotely entertaining it, <laughs> Van Helsing it was, it was <laughs> terrible in a way but also well the thing so with
1: Van Helsing is again I've told you the story anyway I watched Van Helsing uh, being dead naughty on a pirated uh, okay. copied version of it right um, this was years back before it came out in the pictures and the film was brilliant I was really enjoying the film to the very again last part of the film mm. when for some reason our ending ended up with two cowboys coming out of a tent and discussing <laughs> that they're going to take over like some western really? frontier it suddenly so turned into Brokeback mountain it was suddenly just some other <laughs> random film that's been tacked
0: on the end i but hear the, cowboys but, coming out of a tent i'm assuming that's Brokeback mountain well, yeah so the,
1: <laughs> it was one that because literally i think it was a bit where is it hugh jackman is yeah it, that plays yeah, van, van Helsing Halsey guy yeah, he, he was going into a clock tower or he was coming out of a clock tower, something like that. So as the camera then turns, mm. they, these come out of um, these come out of a tent. So originally me and Dave sat there like... That was just this is mind-bending ending man. I was like, well, this is <laughs> what, just weird. And we like, well... Uh, and it was from then, that time onwards, I was like, you know what? Never looking at anything, ever a copy version of anything. <laughs> no matter That's all they we need to do. Them, they so. just need like, to
0: leak out fake versions of movies with... The, the wrong ending
1: yeah <laughs> just like completely interchange it because then you're like I've got
0: to gotta go to the cinema to see it but yeah I, I really enjoyed it even though this is like a, a reboot technically what three, three or four years after the fact it's a reboot some of the same characters but different enough um, I, I don't know whether you, you know all of the whole saga of the, the latest one though it was originally due to be released July, July August last year um, and they literally delayed it until now and the whole reasoning they gave was so they could do a 3D conversion of it. Yeah. They so were like, oh, you know, it's, we, we think it's, it's an amazing film, but we think it'll do better if we make it 3D. So we're going to take nine months to a year to do that. Nah, well, I... you know, everyone then was like, yeah, it was it's rubbish, isn't it? But at the end of the day, it hasn't hurt it. It's It's gone number one in the UK, gone number one in the States, number one in you know, 99% of the country it's been released in. Well, that's, And they've already um, confirmed, haven't they, now that they're going three. to
1: do G.I. Joe 3, which they don't know any details of, apart from the fact it's definitely going to be in 3D. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so hopefully
0: now there won't be that 9-month <laughs> delay about what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with that, and I'm looking forward to see it. Again, I've not really seen any bad reviews of it. The one um, thing
1: that... that I watched GI Joe one and it was it was watchable. I didn't get to the stage where you like it's really fun. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know if there's nothing else something on. Something about it. It was it was fine watching. Cause I waited for it to come on Sky. Yeah. Um, GI two GI Joe two, sorry, has got the Rock in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need to say <laughs> any more than that, honestly.
0: <laughs> I think he's I, a be- He's a better actor than he ever was a wrestler. To be honest, I think he's. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, he's awful at both. Okay, maybe then.
1: And I just I. <laughs> He, he ruined Doom well no Doom not ruined Doom yeah but he was still atrocious in it as, as the bad guy mm. he, spoiler alert he was just he was awful he really was bad as he a kind of walking a... tall awful yeah he, he's just not a good actor and why they decided to I know obviously he's a big huge muscle bound guy and they do use wrestlers quite a lot now in films like um, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy mm-hmm. um, I think he's in it isn't he Um Batista, Bat- Batista yeah um, so they're using obviously all these fighters now quite
0: quite a lot but at end of the day wrestling is acting hence <laughs> it's an easy kind of segue into acting I guess that's I the theory I'm not saying I agree just saying that's, that's clearly what they're going for but yeah I, end of the day this is kind of like it's a bit of a comic booky movie and it's so I don't think the acting needs to be amazing it's as long as he Snake can eyes go in, in this one. Um, I mean, yeah well he was in the last one as well one,
1: what's the female name the female chick
0: who I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I can't remember her name, but she dresses in red. I don't know. Uh, it, was, it was not Scarlet, is it? It might be Scarlet. Uh, I, I, a, I know a, it's I a different. I've seen and like, I was like, I know hmm. Scar- Whoever plays Scarlet in the first one isn't in it. Um, and they've got uh, I, Adriana Palicki, the, who was whoever was supposed to be Wonder Woman, when in the in the new oh, TV the reboot, series the they TV made, series. which yeah. <laughs> didn't really happen because it looked awful i don't know if you've ever seen that on youtube no it's only like someone's posted like the first 10 minutes of it is poor i mean a, a costume just looks like somebody's been down to smithy's fancy dress and bought <laughs> just a wonder woman outfit wow it's really bad especially it's the exactly age of, of so many of so many yeah. like tv shows exactly. coming out with
1: massive budgets that surely should be yeah. one of
0: them exactly but meh yeah. um yeah i think i'll, I'll we'll end up, orange wednesday perfect timing Tomorrow, um, we'll go. And I'll go go and catch GI Joe if I can.
1: Um, I do like the way you went. I we no definitely. Whoever. Well, whatever. I
0: need someone else to come with me. on Wednesday for goodness sake. Yeah. I'm
1: sure if if Steve is over <coughs> his um, his Glee depression by then, maybe he will go with you because we'll see. I, I won't want to waste any money on it or my time <laughs> unless it comes on Sky and I've literally got nothing else better to do, and then I will. I really, you won't go and see it. I've got no interest in it, and The Rock really throws it away for me. I mean, any anything I did when I watched the trailer for for JJ One, I was like, "This looks like it could be really fun." It looks a little bit like Bioshock, but it looks like it could be really good fun. And it was just, it was there. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't innovative. It was just there. The same way as for I finally got around to watching the first Mummy, yeah, yesterday or the day before. Wow. Not seen any of them, but because we went on the ride in America, okay, I sat there and we watched it, and I was like, Yeah, oh look, that's the yeah. face, and I was like, Yeah, and just dead happy about it all. Um, so yeah, I probably will get around to watching the second one, but I'm not going to watch the Scorpion you King.
0: You don't need to.
1: No, I'm not going to, because who is the Scorpion King? Yeah. The Rock. And, and that's what I mean. But you also
0: don't need to because it's got no bearing on it. But also don't watch the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor because that was terrible. The third one was really bad. But um, the, the, the thing about the second one, I remember them making a really big deal. of I it mean, the, the Rock's movie debut. So he, he is in Mummy Returns. Oh, right. I don't have to
1: watch it now then. Brilliant. He doesn't,
0: he doesn't speak. It's just, there's a whole little, there's like a five minute bit at the beginning where he's t- telling you the story of the Scorpion King about... How he ate a scorpion when he was trapped in the desert, and then became like this mystical thing. Well, anyway. Really? No, there's more to it than that. But whatever. <laughs> sell it to <laughs> me, son. Sell it to and me. And then it, and then he like, so literally, there's no, no talking. That it. it's just a voiceover of what happened, and then you don't see him again till the end. At which point he's a CGI a scorpion with a human torso. I've up. seen so that. So it's not real, and it looks terrible. Even but back, I think back I've then. I paid see the
1: Tumblr uh, post of him with like cans or something in his uh, pincers yeah uh, I can't remember yet,
0: but it's either way it just mm. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good film I think it's potentially as good as the first one not that it was groundbreaking like but they're good films but I, d- I don't mind most stuff that he seems to do I think he just he gets slated a lot but I think it's just not not The Rock but what's, whatever his name Stephen Summers but mm. it's I don't know it's filmed like you say they're just there they're fine they're good cinema popcorn fodder um but yeah, don't know. I'm quite happy. The only, the only, only reservation I've got about it is the guy who um, directed it, John Cho. I think his name is. Um, his previous experience is on um, uh, what was it? Uh, Step Up and um, well, Never Say Never, the Justin Bieber story in oh, 3D. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hmm. So in other words, <laughs> don't go and see that <laughs> <off> one. <someone. laughs> I just yeah, don't know what this was thinking. It's like I don't know. <laughs> way, if they were like, mm, let's do it in three D from the beginning, maybe this guy's got a lot of experience in three D. Did that dance movie? Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Wasn't the original intention either way. Oh yeah yeah.
1: However, speaking of um, of delays as well, going back, um, hasn't Pineapple Express two? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> been <it>. delayed. <laughs> no, he
0: didn't read that story properly. Um, right. <laughs> that was another April Fool's. Um, in fact, I did want to talk about that. Thanks for reminding me. Um, You're welcome. The, the new <laughs> film from um, you know that whole bunch of guys: um, Seth Rogen, James Franco. Um, who's the guy? The guy out super bad? The fat guy? Who's not fat anymore?
1: Every every episode there's
0: a name I can't remember.
1: know yeah, uh, <laughs> but I have no idea. I've you I've seen I've you. seen Superbad and yeah. I didn't find it that funny.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, Michael Sarah's in it uh, briefly as well. That was apparently early on. But the, the point is, they play themselves. It's called This is the End, and it's the end of the world. They go to a party at James Franco's house. Um, and, um, oh, Danny McBride's in it as well, who's awesome and almost in Yeah. it. Um, they go to a party at James Franco's house. Loads of like Hollywood celebs there. So James Franco's there, uh, uh, obviously, yeah. Michael Cera's there, Rihanna's there. Uh, Michael is apparently coped out of his face. Really? <laughs> He's blowing the, um, Rihanna until <laughs> till she hits him. This the new trailer that's come out, shows it all. Oh, um, it. And then the suddenly, the, what's the, the apocalypse happens. Um, the earth cracks open. Loads of people, loads of like, famous people die and everything. And they then get trapped in their house as they're trying to survive on eight bottles of water, a load of weed, and some like packs of Lay's chips. Um, and it's everything that happens. But the trailer they released on. On April Fool's Day, was basically a fake trailer for Pineapple Express Two. Right. It was okay. like these guys are back, and then it was them just sitting there filming. They filmed it on an iPhone, like oh wow. Because basically <laughs> the idea is they're trapped in the house. Stars of all three of the, the stars of Pineapple Express are there. So what do you do? Oh, that's what in our spare time let's make Pineapple Express Two. So they like they make a gun out of a baseball bat and like a torch. Um, uh, right. Okay. So it's like it's just it was a spoof, but but and then they released it like it's the proper channel. And I'm like yeah, just just kidding. Coming out in April, fools. Right. Okay. I really wish I <laughs> yeah. read that properly and looked at the watch the whole and like, to go. Hey, hasn't that been? Yeah. The... yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, yeah. It, to be fair, it looked. It, it, there's been a lot of a lot of kind of misses from that that kind of that that crowd for a while. Yeah. Um, but this does look very 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 funny. I mean, James uh Jane Franco's in that new
1: is it uh Spring Breakers. Yeah. That the, uh, yeah. apparently he's the only saving grace from the, the film it itself. does look terrible. <laughs> it, looks, it looks it looks awful. Again you. it's the guy from is it Hood? Uh Kid Kiddle Hood. Yeah. Um, that, that wrote it and the and directed it. Oh did he? I think so yeah. oh right I'm pretty okay, sure fair enough. I'm pretty sure that's Noel
0: Clark yeah
1: yeah I think so uh, I might be well after watching like did, were you there when we watched three, two, um one. Fourth, yeah 4 yeah, one. one oh my word that was the awful, only awful good Kevin thing is, is Kevin is, Smith Kevin yeah, <laughs> Smith's
0: part in it is amazing I don't know why he doesn't do more acting roles in films because it is he was spot on yeah the rest of it was, was truly terrible really really badly acted everything was bad but I, just, just like just, this new movie okay fair enough yeah to say, Vanessa Hudgens and um half of the other yeah, Selena Gomez, right. Gomez Selena Gomez that's yeah. it running just, around with guns and bikinis which sounds like a winner but apparently not sounds like it should be a Grindhouse movie yeah but but no it just it looks mm. awful
1: speaking of Grindhouse I can't believe Quentin Tarantino 50 years old
0: <laughs> yeah it was his birthday wasn't it recently yeah
1: I was going through like um, some of his best moments and I was sitting back and I was like I can't believe he's 50 and I can't believe how old some of the films are like when I was sitting there and I was uh, reading the list and from just till dawn and mm-hmm. going through like all the old 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 films I was like bloody
0: hell well, he's done a lot the, the amount of movies that get you know um, from Quentin Tarantino when he had very little to do with it he produced or something like Cabin Fever um, yeah. what else I, if, to, I'm sure he's has got all the Iron. the Iron Fists as well yeah, yeah. again he about... produced it I mean RZA did the soundtrack yep. to was it Kill Bill yeah um, and yeah that that whole kind of crew tend to work together a lot and that film is amazing Man of the Iron Fist is so good it it came and went at the cinema I didn't even realise it had been released I remember seeing trailers thinking this looks great I really need to see this I've got the
1: blu-ray coming so hopefully I mean, it should have been here today but I reckon because of the bank holiday blah 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 it hasn't turned up as soon as it comes up banks having their
0: holidays it's so good Um, but while we were kind of getting back on the subject of uh, this is the end um, the it's one of two end-of-the-world movies that yeah. are chill. Um There's that one, and then there's also, coming out about two months later, um, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, finale of the Cornetto trilogy. Um, what's what's it called? World's End. World's end. Uh, based on a, a famous pub crawl that ends in, in a pub in London called The World's End. Which we have drunk at. Yep. Yeah, which was great. Many moons ago. Um, yeah, we need to go back there. Once the movie's come out, so we can go, oh, look, it's that. Like, I really love to find where the actual Winchester is, because it's clearly a pub the that they filmed it on. Oh, yeah. Just wait for it all to blow over.
1: Well, there was in, in one of the chapters in his autobiography, he goes on about that, and apparently used do a pub quiz in there with Julie um, Anderson wow. <laughs> and Chris Martin from Coldplay. Wow. Uh, years and years and years ago, before obviously she was doing X-Files, and I think she finished yeah. X-Files or like, in mid Had nothing to do, so she just started doing pub quizzes. And, uh, she was over here because she lived here to film some stuff. Um, and then when she was over here, yeah, she used to go to this pub, and I'm sure that was the Winchester. And it was like a lovely couple apparently that owned it all. Right. And uh, that's where Coldplay did their first ever gig. Uh, Chris <laughs> Martin um, at one of the pub quizzes, won the pub quiz, and he was like, right, okay, I want to jump on and do this or something like that. Fair and enough. then they ended up having a uh, a little poster.
0: Uh, they still got framed, apparently signed
1: and stuff. Yeah. Um, from Chris Martin stuff up on the wall <laughs> in there still apparently the the couple that ran it were absolutely lovely people yeah wow to, um i'd love to go there and just be like so this is the winchester it's marvelous but i bet there's so many people that go in there and just be like is this yeah. the winchester where's your jukebox tell yeah. me where your
0: jukebox is yeah. <laughs> just it, constantly putting don't stuff me now <laughs> yeah so just thinking about it, actually i might not want to go there <laughs> wow no, no i'm looking forward to, to i'm to massive I, I just I'll be honest anything okay no almost anything Simon Pegg does because occasionally he'll do the odd Hollywood movie which just really is pretty terrible um, Mission Impossible 3 though no no he, that's uh, fine that, Miss 3 and 4 amazing yeah. um, I just mean stuff like um, what was it called how to lose friends and alien people I really didn't I know. I, I quite like that I if, he's, if, if he's, he's got a hand in the writing I'm in if yeah. he hasn't I'll potentially I'm still part of the way in but I'll, I'll reserve judgment. Yeah, I mean, he has done some some stuff like Ron Boy Run and stuff. They, yeah. you know, they were. I suppose
1: it's hit and miss. But then the day it was still an all-rated film to go mm-hmm. watch You wouldn't rave about it, but you know, it was. I suppose it might be roasted into glasses because it is Simon Pegg Yeah. I mean, if it was anybody else, then possibly it might not have been that great. But yeah, I'm
0: a massive Simon yeah. Pegg whore. And, been, so Ed- it's like, so and Edgar, right? Let's face train. it. But, yeah. There's no way that anything Edgar Wright's got to do with, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss, you know, there's no way. Yeah. I
1: just don't get it. I mean, they're doing with films now what they did with games, um, where when a new game comes out, they'll, another company will
0: be like, that's yeah great idea I mean, right Well, we're we're the thing is, this. that's been and happening then... for, for ages. Um, in fact, like, I was I was actually looking it up and seeing what, I mean, okay, I guess one of the main ones you've got, Armageddon and Deep Impact came well, out at, yeah, I suppose, at the same yeah. time. Finding Nemo came out, <laughs> uh, Shark Tale came out, um, Bugs P- Life came out, Ants came out. Yeah,
1: kids' films, I suppose. The when they're on a roll, don't they? Like,
0: right we must. Maybe. Compete. Yeah, but then at the same time, it it means that, well, like P- Pixar, especially. Oh, I guess until until they decided to greenlight Planes. That's right, Planes, not cars. Planes. Yeah, oh wait, with cars, work. To be fair, and it's more Disney. It's actually a Disney Studios thing, but they—I don't know how much say Pixar have got in it. But um, you know, at least very much back in the day, it, they were just so well respected, and just they, they could do anything they wanted. But they always had to make sure everything was just brilliant. Everything was perfect. They they spend a year working on a script to get it right. Um, and they were doing a, a movie—I um, forget what it was going to be called—but it was about um, a lizard who was, like, the last of... Well, one that they thought was the last of his kind, um, who's in a lab, you know, and then they find another one, um, bring it in, and they throw him and this female lizard in, into a cave together, and they have to kind of get on and mate and whatever. And this is it's a kid's a, film. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm sure there wasn't any mates. <laughs> Disney goes blue. Well, well, no, the thing is, then um, Rio gets announced, which is the last kind of blue macaw in, in the world. Um, gets... Taken to to Rio, um, to go and mate with what uh, another you know another of his species. It was exactly the same story. Right. Um, I don't know who came up with it first, but um, Pixar canned their version. And they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to continue with it because it's too." we'll make Rango instead. That was, was, that, that, wasn't, no, that, was no. that wasn't that. was that was not even DreamWorks. I think I think it was Sony. Oh, right, okay. Um, I forget. That wasn't that bad actually. <laughs> but re- uh, regardless that, yeah, that sort of stuff happens, and occasionally there's a casualty. Um, it's like there was two again one of the big ones there was um, two biopics of Truman Capote that came out I don't know if you've ever seen Capote with Philip Seymour Hoffman no it's, it's, Philip Seymour Hoffman is all you need to know so you, you know that's the one that's going to get the attention yeah the other <laughs> one I can't even remember the name of it it came out like two months before it yeah already everyone was talking about the fact he was going to be nominated for an Oscar and it was amazing you know so that one just got steamrolled and Capote was the big one it happens loads Speaking of biopics, um and I know you're heavily into your film, so you probably might know a
1: little bit more than me. Um I keep seeing on our our one of, loads of our followers on Tumblr, um and our website, keep on posting a Walt Disney biopic.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's a fake poster. Mate, that fake Ryan would be Gosling. Yeah, that's, that's Ryan Walt Gosling. It,
1: that poster looks amazing. Yeah. I think that would be that would be brilliant and I'd love to see that.
0: Um, I'm sure I think at one point you would come up. A, it just depends whether they get into the whole Nazi thing, and you know. You know. I think that's why I'm, you know because it's <laughs> why I see, want to see it. But
1: if you can see all sides of Disney, that made him think, like This is why. Yeah. And actually, just see that side of it would be brilliant. Um, <laughs> but no, I suppose speaking of um, of going back in old films, uh, tying in quite nicely with that, um, Escape from from New York and Escape from L.A. Have you seen the reboot? Yeah, it? yeah. And have you seen who
0: they've got in play for the um, the lead? I... Yes, but I forget. Tom Hardy. Oh, that's right. That's who they're talking about, but I, I, is that just another rumoured casting or is that...
1: I'm hoping the whole thing's just a rumour, because um, at the end of the day, Snake Plissken. Yeah, yeah. There can only be one Snake Plissken, and they should not... They should just left that film alone. Kurt Russell done that job amazingly well. If it wasn't for that character, we wouldn't have had going back to Snake we wouldn't have Solid Snake we, yep. we wouldn't have that Metal Gear we wouldn't have so many classic action films and 80s films Escape from New York and Escape from LA are just cult films brilliant films there's really no need to reboot this if they did do it though which you know the script's there now apparently they're hopefully trying to set a date down for it I don't think you can go no, no, wrong with, yeah. with Tom Hardy really I think he's, he's a really really good actor at the end of the day he could so do anything at the minute he is really good, and his acting skills are, are phenomenal. I think he's a really, really would, good actor. It would be enjoyable for you.
0: So moving on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, like that but you, you, you thing, say that you're like um, you know, oh, well, it it doesn't necessarily need rebooting. But then look at Evil Dead. If if you know before they they announced they were doing this the reboot, you'd you'd have been like you know no, don't touch it sacrilege but then you see the trailer and it looks amazing yeah but they've turned it into a new horror yeah and that right. exactly but if they're going to reboot an action film i suppose it's not right. that far from the formula they can no they, they a... can't
1: away really for and the best action films any action film from the 80s and from the like the dead early 90s were the best action films like literally
0: like just commando um, yeah, that's all I need Commander, to say, isn't it? Die
1: Hard. I mean, there's there's really no reason. Like Predator. I mean, there's there's so many amazing amazing films out there from the '80s. That like Universal Soldier was another classic film. Mm. They they don't need to to Sorry, update it. If, if they update it, I mean, Escape from from New York and LA were were brilliant. Time miles ahead before the time, and they don't need to reboot it. If they reboot it, they're going to lose the magic because the magic was just how bad it how bad. It was, it was yeah. just, it was so good. I mean, the basketball scene, when he's got the little uh, brace thing he he's gonna get so many, otherwise he's gonna be killed. Like, if you bring that in now, what are they gonna update it to? You know what I mean? It's just, now the, there's so many cheesy factors inside it, like the surfboard bit, and he's surfing through the city. They're not gonna do that now, and if they do, it'll be CGI, and it'll <laughs> it's just, it's gonna be awful, there's real no reason to reboot, unlike yeah. The Evil Dead. And the other amazing thing about Evil Dead is because the fact apparently it's done so well and it's, it's amazing, it has greenlit obviously the sequel, Evil Dead 2 mm-hmm. but it's also let Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell decide that oh, we'd, yeah, we're no. definitely going to do Army of Darkness 2.
0: That's potentially, i read something about having a crossover as well. Yeah, I mean, it's p- just, potentially it's all...
1: it's at some point but it, it depends on yeah. I suppose how well Army of Darkness 2 comes up if they're gonna try and bring in because the main thing with Bruce not being in the first.
0: Well it's they they, they said
1: they're, they're gonna do Army of Darkness too, hopefully <laughs> the way that they've done Army of Darkness because they wanna keep it there. Evil to dead. <laughs> and that's that's gonna be the the beautiful thing about them is hopefully he does do it. Cheesy he does do it really bad. He does it the Bruce Campbell way. It'll just be superb. Uh,
0: to be fair we saw um we went to see Oz um, Great oh, yeah, brilliant right film. That was really good, really, really good. Um, and the, one of the beautiful things was we were sitting there, and we, in fact it was, it was a couple of minutes before during trailers, we were like, wonder if Bruce Campbell's going to be in this, because he's, he's, you know, he's in everything, he's in Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. wonder if he's going to get him into this. And then within two or three minutes of the credits, um, yeah. see Bruce Camo we just were like yes
1: and he's going <laughs> to have a massive part because he he's got a title in, credit uh, literally yes. got the third credit in
0: yeah, yeah he didn't <laughs> no he didn't uh, in the slightest <laughs> one but. little bit where he's uh, you know, guarding guard the uh, Emerald City and he's just like <laughs> I mean it's brilliant immediately he likes Bruce Campbell
1: perfect yeah straight away the only downside is because I've seen him on the on the credits like I enjoyed the film Wait. immensely but I was waiting for Bruce Campbell to come on but also because I had no idea what was going on with the Wizard of Oz story because I've never seen the original Wizard of Oz and I was like I know there's something about that like, yellow brick rolled R- rolled Rode. but yep. they never even like Really brought up, like no. look at this amazing road. it's, Yeah, go somewhere down that way, and you'll
0: be fine on the Albert Road. Yeah, <laughs> no other mention to it. I... To be fair, it felt like it was. I mean, it, it was a prequel written way, 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 way after the original was written. Yet it felt like it. It, it led in perfectly. It didn't. It didn't feel like it was a hand fisted. Like oh, look what that's gonna be. Look, oh, that's gonna be this guy. And it just worked really well. I mean, I'm not by no means am I a fan of the original one. It's like it's one of those. You, you, every, I say everyone knows it. Everyone but Red knows it and knows the story. <laughs> Everyone's seen it. But
1: I was I was looking out for it. I seen the scarecrow obviously. Um, yeah. Not a, a spoiler alert, obviously, but there's, and there's a lion. There's, yeah, the scarecrow's inside. Oh, there was a lion. Yeah, which is
0: a bit weird because it's just suddenly there's a lion. Whereas most of the stuff like the scarecrows they brought back into it towards the end. And I thought, oh, they're going to bring the lion in, the lion will attack it, But that doesn't get referenced no, again. it's
1: literally. I suppose that's mm. like fan service. Maybe, yeah. Uh, do you reckon? But that brass character Zap Braff's inside brilliant. that film, yeah, it was amazing. I couldn't believe how much that film made me laugh. His character, especially, yeah. um, But even the the main dude's character, uh, that was James Franco again, wasn't yes, it? Yes, there you go, yeah. back <laughs> Um James Franco played that part. He's the new Nick Cage. <laughs> Brilliantly, <laughs> he is <laughs> everywhere you Cage. look. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I was dubious because obviously I know they've already greenlit um, Wizard of Oz 2, haven't they? But Sam Raimi said he's not having anything to do no. with it. He doesn't want anything to do with so, straight away I suppose any sort of interest in that is going to get lost. Because, yeah, we'll see. I don't know, I think it was his magic that worked with that though, because you could tell it was a Sam Raimi film. Mm. And they're going to bring in someone like Bloody Tim Burton, I suppose, to... Now it's got the Wicked Witch of the East or West, whichever yeah. one she is. Do you know what, that it. just,
0: that, it, it made me, uh, like, hate Alice in Wonderland so much more than I already did, just <laughs> because it was like, because it was, it was, it's, it's the same sort of idea, Disney going, let's reboot, you know, uh, do a, mod, a kind of a modern version of one of our classics, it's just, like, I really couldn't stand it, it was just so bad, and then this just made me think, look, this is what it could have been, you really could have done a good job on this you didn't yeah but, see
1: I think with with one Wonderland what they need to do is American McGee's Alice
0: yeah just that would be immense He's, he, was, he put out um, a call on Twitter to his fans saying ok if, if we did who wants to see American uh, McGee's Alice 3 um, well, if, if we get enough people saying that they want to see it we might do a kickstarter for it to, to know. I think that's the only way they're going to get it green later, yeah, isn't it? The second one sort of sort of flopped. How long did that um, take to come out, though? I remember uh, Alice, oh, the original one, years being years out ago. when we worked at the game shop. Yeah. So, <laughs> again.
1: I mean, it, it's one of those games that I, I wanted to love. Like, the story, like the original Alice was, was brilliant, and mm-hmm. I loved every second of playing it, so I came into the second one with high hopes. And I think. It's it's my curse. I did the same with Alone in the Dark, where I was hey. just like, I was so excited for it because the other ones were brilliant, and mm. then played the new one and it was just awful. It, the new Alice Madness Returns wasn't that bad, but the story just wasn't. Well, the gameplay wasn't there for the story. It just didn't seem to match up, and that's why I think what they need to do is just shy away from the from the game. Don't yeah. do a third game. Literally make it a film yeah or a comic book something that would be awesome i think that would be really really good i mean i had they've done madness returns as a comic. um as a comic exactly a, so emotion a comic Um i had it on the iphone it was right. it was really good but they need to they need to do it as a film and they need to do it as an 18 or a 15. one of those two because yeah. especially if you could get some i wonder if it's rights it. though
0: it's probably like Disney owns the cinematic rights for it and they'd have trouble with it. Yeah, maybe. wouldn't, wouldn't
1: surprise me if it's something along well, those lines but they, they need to do that. That'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be so
0: good. Uh, right, I think we're coming to the end. The only other thing I wanted to just briefly mention, I, wanted, I I meant to mention it before but in terms of our exciting days out we got planned coming up also. Uh, Going to go and see Nick Spencer. Oh yeah, yeah like, I am. Nice um... little <laughs> trip to, to Nodnoll. I, I tried to explain to my boss before who was
1: and he was like you want to take another you want to take a day off work to go and see a comic book guy and I was like not just a comic book guy and he went no he's starting it again <laughs> he's starting it again you just take the day off and I was yeah. like thank you and I was like so excited hey,
0: it's an awesome day out in London and then we get to go and meet uh, Nick Spencer who uh, is the writer on uh, Morning Glories which is amazing you need to check it out if you see it in, a, in, in your local comic shop you'll look at it and go okay this kind of looks like the OC in comic book form looks like you know some kind of teenage like high school drama. My he favorite
1: w- thing with because obviously I didn't know what it was, all I seen yeah. was Dan reading it uh, on the plane to America. That's yes, right, like, um, what? he had all these amazing comics that he was just like whipping out, and then he whipped out his tablet and started reading stuff. And there's one he left on top was Morning Glories, which had three but looked just like got three, three high school, school girls. girls, yeah, yeah, in the little school girl outfits on the front. It's kind of yeah. It's got lilac writing. And and it, just, stops, it looks yeah. like a proper. It it looks like it shouldn't, because inside
0: the within it, the first four amazing. pages, you've got so good. you've got um a, a kind of a a kind of a ghost guy putting his hand into someone's head and then rematerializing his hand, so his eyes start bleeding. It's just it's pretty graphic. Yeah. It is, it's so, so good. It's so it, well written. It's an amazing. Everyone book. always compares it, like, you read the blurb on the back and it says, you know, um, like, oh, it's like Lost meets, um, you know, I don't know, high school drama, or whatever. Maybe, o- only because it's, there's so many kind of really weird things that you probably will never get an answer to, but um, you don't necessarily need the answer, but it, it just really 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 good yeah. really See, that,
1: good the only downside about morning glory is it's one of those that it just they need to work faster i know they physically can't
0: well, but there's just yeah the, once a month
1: yeah i mean that's the only one thing i well I, do you know what's I, perfect I though um
0: I, it's i think it's first of may when is it beginning of may i think with the, it is the first of may first of may that this thing in london so yeah need to book tickets remind me um Uh, Basically, they've just released issue twenty-five and issue twenty-five, big double issue um, for the season finale. So they're actually breaking it up into like season one, season two. So twenty-five issues—that's the first season. Um, Just about a week before this signing, um, they're releasing a full full full-length, like kind of issue zero, as it were, for season two. So the idea is. If you haven't read it yet you can jump in here and it'll be a perfect kind of jumping on point oh, it's going right, to be okay. issue 26 but it's mm. like it's you know like say an issue zero for season two um and oh, it's only cool. going to be a dollar so it's going to be like you go to you go to forbidden planet or whatever it's going to be 69p or something like that it's, you know 80p yeah <laughs> perfectly <hopefully. laughs> buy it um i know i'll buy it get that signed um <laughs> but also what I, I didn't even realize as well he um he wrote uh, well co-wrote the first seven issues of thief for thieves as well with robert kirkman um which no way like i i when i heard about i was big walking dead fan anyway and then thief of thieves got announced and i was like R- i'll get into this got the first issue um you know if, if i'd have even if i'd have read that he was involved as well i'd have just because you see you, you always see like it says kirkman spencer just says the kind of the surname spencer could be anything it's like putting jones on the front yeah. or something oh is that which jones you know um but then i was just kind of reading the 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 little entry about um, about the signing, and it comes up saying, "Yeah, ride right around morning glories and Thief of Thieves." I'm like really? Thief of Thieves, awesome. So take that, get that signed. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to to meeting him. Be
1: awesome. It's, yeah, I'm really
0: excited about. He's that. there. He's um, it's, it's there for a, a book he's got coming out called Bedlam, which I see. I, I to be honest, I don't know anything about. I need to look into it, but I'll I'll grab that. let I say if it's anything by his previous work, then yeah. that's been bought straight away. Yeah. Really so looking good. forward to it. Righty yeah, I think that's the end of the uh, the show, is it not? I believe it is.
1: Or yeah. do we have that one more thing?
0: Do we? No.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I, think, I think Steve, Steve had it. something.
0: Steve promised. Promised he had something. Um, oh, I've got I've got this story. There's this um, in Japan. There was this bread that um, done it. like lo- oh. Um, We've done that one. We've done minute. the bread that looks like um, oh, no, Lady no. Rude
1: Bits. Did we do the, the pear? We've done the pear as well. We? we talked about
0: the, the fruit in the shape of Yeah, that's been moulded into the
1: shapes of, of <sighs> babies. So, you know, we've done sharks. Um, I don't know. I it. think the one last thing should be tune in next week to see if Steve actually survives. Yeah, okay. And we will leave you with that little mini cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, on that note, it's time to geek out.
1: So apparently Dan and Reg went ahead and did a podcast without me. What an actual pair of douchebags. I think all I'd like to add on really is um, the fact that if I was in the podcast this week, I only would have ranted about Doctor Who uh, and the new episode and how amazing it was. Um, But I think instead uh, I should probably set Dan and Reg a goal um, of finally this week, this week as a deadline at the end of the week, Uh, getting round to watching uh, Community and Parks and Recreation. At least one or two episodes, it's got to happen. You can't call yourselves real geeks if you haven't watched Community and if you haven't watched Parks and Recreation. Um, So let's get on that. Anyway, uh, I hate you both.